catching up with Andy. He's got loads of news today to tell us about. So we're going to catch up and find out what's going on. A very warm welcome, Andy. How are you? I'm good, Ron. I'm good. It's um, a lot of uh, uh, freedom is in the air at the moment. You know, there's been a lot happening behind the scenes and a lot happening out on the streets as well, you know. But um, I think the last time we were talking, um, I, I was getting ready for the courts. That's right, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So I was up in court then um, um, last week, uh, Thursday last week. And um, when I went in, the judge um, wouldn't even let me speak. Um, I, I required the judge to read out the charges to me because I have no understanding of them. But um, he failed to do that and put himself into contempt of court. So it's, um, you know, there's, there's no justice getting done in these courts. It's very hard because they know. Um, I have so much evidence to back up my case. You know, I was the first person in Ireland taken off a bus for not wearing a mask. Madness, um, yeah. Falsely arrested, falsely imprisoned. You know, complete media uh, snitch up happened on me. Um, in the last trial, the, the, the last trial that happened was a complete farce. It was unbelievable. You know, the 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 uh, the, the decision was made before sorry Andy you were saying there um you were saying there about the courts um and that you were the first person in Ireland to be arrested so continue on sorry about that yeah yeah and you know I the last time I was in the the first trial you know I wasn't allowed to present my case um they had absolutely no witnesses to, to say that I you know um caused a public order you know um, the only witness they had was a guard, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, they're able to use witnesses against themselves to to push this false narrative that uh, it's it's law to wear a mask on a bus, you know. And I wasn't even charged with that. And they tried to make it look that way. They even put me on the front papers of the Irish Times, the Mirror, um, saying that, you know, uh, man gets, uh, well, not man, they had me name and address and everything up. I, so, they don't even do that for murderers or rapists. I find it no, shocking. No, they don't, no, no, you know. Um, so, like, I was completely stitched up. And they know I was completely stitched up. The, the court should have been dismissed on Thursday because of everything that I've presented, you know. And I've been presenting me evidence of this that's happened over the past couple of months behind the scenes. You know, I've been working really hard. And, and they know the evidence I have. They know the evidence I have that proves masks don't even work. I have all the evidence, all the facts, everything that masks make healthy people sick. You know, social distancing doesn't work. And that all this is just a ploy for control. You know, we have all the evidence. And they have to kick me case down the line for trial. For a trial that I don't even know what charge I'm up on. Because they, you know, they, they won't read out the charges to me um for the 28th of october so you know they will keep kicking this down the line because they know that you know they have to um if, if this comes if i win this case it blows the whole narrative yeah it blows it apart and i have so much evidence it's overwhelming the evidence that i have it's overwhelming at this stage and the gar and the corruption that's going on to cover this up the evidence i have is overwhelming and we've been working hard um DPP, through the Garda Ombudsman, to the Attorney General, you know, all these people are involved 
in this with the judges, with the guards. You know, I mean, there's a whole ring of corruption that's going on right now. And we are exposing it all. We are putting the light in this darkness and we are going to keep going and, and, and shining this light. And hopefully, you know, there's other people working to bring in a new legal system, you know. And um, I fully back this new legal system where justice will be swift for people. They won't be waiting long times for, uh, you know, especially for family law and things like this. Because the whole system right now is so corrupt. It's only set up for money. You know, it's to drain people and it's to, you know, um, leave them completely abandoned of all hope because they've been in the court so long. But now we have we, we have that chance now to shine the light in this darkness, to expose these evil men, you know, these Freemasonic courts that are being set up to destroy us as families, because that's what it's, exactly what they're set up to do. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I'm not just fighting for me. I, I'm really not. I'm fighting for every family in Ireland right now through these courts. And um, we will get our evidence through, you know, uh, you know, uh, I said it quite a few times now that, you know, a lie will spin around the world a thousand times before the truth will get started. Well, the truth is getting started and we are get, going to push the truth and we will get it around the world. And once it gets going, you know, it's getting momentum. And, um, you know, to go from momentum to, to the week I just had, uh, I had an amazing week, I really did. Um, there was um, uh, a gathering there, you know, people and there was a lot of speakers I even spoke myself in Galway and then we had an amazing march through the town there was absolutely no guard of presence it was kind of weird oh god (laughs) so what was the story there where were the guards or how did that happen I, I don't know I, I really don't know but it was uh it was kind of like a site for Soraya's we you know we we were you know there was absolutely no trouble there was we marched up through Shop Street up to the Spanish Arch and, you know, there was a band there then to have a few songs. It was a lovely day. Sun was shining. You know, everybody was happy. There was no intimidation from anybody, you know. And I got a real sense from people because, you know, you've just been there around people that are on the same level as you and having that fellowship of people that understand what's going on today. Um, it, oh, it was just great it was I made a load of videos I've been putting videos out all week um, about uh, Galway with the speeches the marches and I was going around getting people's thoughts and you know it was a, just a great day it really was it was an amazing day fantastic and, well done and, and it's going again tomorrow I, as far as I know there's no speeches tomorrow there's bands being set up tomorrow in Galway I'm okay. going to be there myself just to show a bit of support and um uh, and have a good time you know <laughs> so <laughs> Galway's the place to be Galway is the place to be it really is you know it's to come down have some fun you know uh, tomorrow it's all about I think there's a couple of comedians coming there's a band coming and uh, it's just about uh, having a bit of having a bit of fun and I think it's a well-deserved bit of break for us all too you know because we you know we've been a lot of us have been we put our lives into this into trying to wake up this country you know and to kind of have a little uh, breather in between is, is quite all right because i was always very militant and saying i'll party when the war is over you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's not the time to party or anything like that but you 
you know what? They, they, the guys in Galway, they've been they've been at it every week, and they're trying to make a week a weekly thing out of this. So um, it, it, it's a great thing to add if they can have some people to come down and you know get some joy into our lives again, and, and not be so serious, you know, and and try and relax a little bit, and and hopefully do you know if it's like last week, there's absolutely no problems. The guards have no problem with with us there. We're not causing any trouble. You know, um, it's a free speech platform that they're they're uh, providing there for people, and and that's what it is. It's not a political um, arena or, or anything like that. It's just for individuals like myself. I'm not political. I, I've stepped away from political parties. I'm completely independent because, you know, I just um, I feel. Um, drawn to being independent because of my beliefs specifically because i'm catholic you know i can't find a catholic group out there that um that is actually being catholic without trying to use it you know as a tool so yeah. um yeah and there's so many of them out there like that there really is so you kind of you do have to be careful with what groups you kind of get involved in but this one it's just for the people you know, it's to unite the tribes and it's the only way we'll have unity because Absolutely. if we don't come together as a people, you know, not as a group, we need to come together as a people and under, the, under not under one group, but just under one flag. And what time in Galway does it start tomorrow? Uh, it starts at 2pm. I might even try and get down myself. Oh, you should. It's going to be a great day. It really is. It's going to be, a lot, you know, weather providing as well, but no matter what, it's going to be a great day and um We'll probably have a little march up through the town and, you know, sing a few little chants um, just to get the blood going. And then, you know, they'll be set up down at the Spanish Arch and we'll chill out there for a little while and, and have a laugh and be able to talk to each other and find some fellowship. And, you know, I'm not messing. And without everything we've been through the last year, you know, it'll be a real boost for us just to just to have a bit of fun and a laugh, you know. Fantastic, it sounds. They were outnumbered and they don't seem to be hassling people as much. So it does seem to be something is happening. The other thing, though, is interesting. I tried to apply for a passport for my kids. I didn't realise the passport office has been closed pretty much for a year. Yeah, you know, I got, I got my passport renewed literally just before it closed. I was like, I got it a week before it closed. I got my passport renewed. It's crazy. <laughs> a whole year. Six to eight weeks. So that's probably about ten weeks. So the summer is going to... They're only just for online, taking online. So they're only taking yeah. online yeah. now. Um, yeah, you know, like, we have to be very careful, you know. Um, just because the foot is coming off our heads right now, in, in many ways, in, in this deceptive way of only vaccinated can do certain things. Um we are at a very serious point in time, you know. Um, people are going to say, oh, sure, it's over now. You know, the vaccine's here. We can go back to normal. Like, there is no going back to normal. No. You know, there isn't. And people you know, who don't want the, va the vaccine. Absolutely. The vaccine passports are coming. Um, and this is a complete, complete, um, completely destroying our constitution you know and our constitutional bodily rights you know and our medical G gdpr rights you know these are all being taken away for us from us because you know but people are happy with the sense of freedom that they're getting but they're not looking at they have to look at the rights that are being taken away while the boot is coming off you know mm. and, and that's the way they're doing it and you know 
they've been setting us up for further lockdowns. Lockdowns is going to be a new thing. It's, you know, um, they're just letting us out for the summer. You know, when the flu season comes back again, you know, we have to expect we'd be ready, you know, uh, spiritually, mentally, physically, and, and ready as best we can because there is a big food shortage coming. You know, I've been yeah. um, doing some serious amount of research. You know, there's like a 20% increase in hunger in 2020. God. You know, to, I... eight, to 88 million people now suffering from acute hunger. That's shocking. You know? Absolutely shocking. So, I mean, that is a official stat. You know, that's, you know, I'm, I'm watching what's happening. You know, serious food shortage is going to come. So, you know, it is really time to get prepared for that, but be positive about it. You know, we don't have to um, think the end of the world is coming tomorrow, but we just have to be ready in case it is. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. You know, like, um, it's just being prepared, you know, because um, keep food, flour, rice and things like that. You know, if you can grow your own kind of uh, vegetable garden, get grown you know, get to know your local farmers where you can get beef uh, and meat and things like that. You know, get your little meat pack. That, um, you know, and, and, and get out of the system that way. You know, I, I've been working really hard that way in, um, with, with people that are farming and, you know, they have a little system set up where a group of them are getting together to work one day in a field here on, on someone's land and then the next week they'll work on someone and they're all working together you know, because they all see what's coming, and these are farmers. Farmers, you know, <laughs> potato farmers can't get seeds. Can't get feeds. Seeds. Oh, seeds! Oh my God, yeah. they're stopped coming you know, in. They've been stopped in port. You know, people don't realize what you know what's being exactly what you're saying. What's being stopped coming in? We're being deliberately set up for 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 a famine. Yeah. You know, it, it's not, and as we know, it wasn't a famine, it was a genocide. genocide, and that's exactly what we're under now is a genocide of the Irish people. So, um, you know, and it's not for the first time we've been through this kind of thing, and they're doing it again, yeah, they're doing it again, you know. Um, so, um, it's just to you know, kind of bear all that in mind, and you know, because I know a lot of people are struggling, and it is a really, really tough time right now for people to learn and to adapt to what's going on if you're waking up to what's going on you know it's you know it's really shocking and frightening when you find out things you know and there is people out there that just like you all over the world that are going through the same you know and as long as you keep turning to God and and keep the fear away and God will do that for you you know and once you do that you, you will adapt to this new kind of um, way of life because that's what it is for us all we all have to adapt and overcome you know and, and it's kind of being military minded like that is, is how we'll get through it and being strong because it's not a time to be weak it's a time to say right now you know it's your time to shine <laughs> yeah. this is your time to shine it's your time to stand up if there's only a time in the world to stand up for what you believe in it's now Absolutely. You know, and, and, and do it against all odds. Because that's what we're doing. We are doing it against all odds. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no there's nowhere I'd rather be. There's no other battle to fight than 
be fighting this satanic agenda that's ripping us all apart, you know, because it's done that to me. I've lost everything, you know. I can't see, I haven't seen my kids in over a year, you know. I've I've gone through the mill. I've been to hell and back with things, and only for the grace of God, he pulled me out of hell and, and, and dusted me off and put his shield and armour on me and, and sent me back on my way, back out onto the battlefield. And, uh, and that's where I'm comfortable. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to try and take everything away. So then you will do what you're told. Like, as I was saying, the passports, I do believe that they're going to try and lock people down for the summer and they're going to try and lock them down completely. So then these passports, as soon as they get these passport vaccinations, you won't be, it'll be like a stamp on your actual passport. So everybody who renews a passport will have to have this particular stamp or this clearance. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it will be, you know, I think it will be it will be a chip on the passport. Yeah. That can be updated. You and, know, and they have less... so much technology right now that you know the way, you know, you buy a bus pass and you go and it goes beep. You yeah. know, it, it's going to be the same thing. Absolutely. It will beep green. You're safe to go, or it'll beep red, and you know yeah. you haven't got the vaccine. <laughs> and it'll be your right. It'll probably be on buses. Everything. This vaccine you know, passport, and, and not will, just yeah. They are going everywhere. to torture you. If you don't take the vaccine, we have to be prepared for this too because we are going to be under so much bombardment and pressure to take the vaccine yeah. because we won't be able to go to certain places. You won't, won't be, be able, able to, to travel abroad. Things. And you know what? If you are if, if you are coming to God through this, you, you will accept this because yeah. going to God means you give up on the world. And you know what? If I can't get in the shop up the road, so what? I can't yeah. get into the shop. It's God's will. I'm going to follow God's will because you cannot buy and sell without the mark and anyone who takes it won't go to heaven. So, yeah. you know, the choice is there. That's the choice God gives us and I and truly do believe the yeah. vaccine is the mark of the mark beast. Of the beast. And, yeah, it is. You know, and I, I'm really taking this turn. You know, I have been fighting the vaccine um, um, medically and doing a lot of things medically but I'm really going to be starting up for uh, religiously because we are religiously exempt from this and you know we, we, yeah. have, we have the pains of hell we are under pains of hell by taking the mark you know and and never and this is our soul for eternity and uh, you know it's much more important than the medical side of our body absolutely and you're right they're going to put us through everything you probably won't be able to get a job without you this passport you won't be able to go on a bus you won't be able to do so much things. You like won't be able to go day. to the pubs. You won't no, be able no. to visit people, certain peoples. You could get stopped in the road. You, yeah. Basically, the, it's going to be the Hunger Games. And we won't be you able know. to get your car, so you can't even drive. Without no, no, you, insurance, you, yeah, you won't, won't be give a driver's license because it won't be updated. You know, it's going to affect every single part. So the only way you can do it is to start leaving the system. Yeah. You know, it's to start finding ways of getting out of the system. And there is ways of doing it. There's so many people doing it. I'm actually going to be, I'll be visiting someone who's organised a camping trip for us and he's living completely self-sufficient on his own bit of land, you know. And this is in Ireland. There's, there's loads of people doing it, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, last week I was, I, I stayed at a farm and um, they have their own cows and I was there, I was milking cows, I was I was feeding calves and I was, you know, and then, you know, going for dinner and we're eating them cows, you know. Fantastic. <laughs> that is the only way and we can do it, yeah. And, and there, there is systems set up around the country that are that are outside of the, the system of the beast, you know, and they're being self-sufficient. And, you know, uh, the good thing that's happening 
there's so much division going on. All of us were being kind of drawn together. Yeah. You know? So we're all finding each other and we're networking and um, we're able to keep ourselves sustained for when, you know, things when things go, go bad, you know. And they because, are. You know, the, you know, the cities are going to be hit the worst. They're going to be starved. Just, you know, I hope it doesn't happen. I really do. But, you know, I just think the cities are going to be hit, hit the worst. With lockdowns I think it's going to. Stuff, you know, You're like you only have to drive through. Even at the start of lockdown, you can see them all queuing for miles up around yeah. shops. And I mean, they were com- being completely drilled into this way of communism communist thinking of like okay we have to stand here like sheep wear a mask and queue up just to get into the shop for miles yeah <laughs> and I, I couldn't do it not once could i do that queuing up for it i couldn't do it no yeah. i'd rather i'd walk away i'd rather go without and and find somewhere <laughs> the only good hope is that at the beginning of the lockdown you saw this madness and everybody was doing everything they were told but i do see that people are coming back you won't see those crazy cues anymore into shops you don't no. see that madness now maybe when they absolutely uh if they let go of it for the summer you might the see the madness of it all has has gone away because the only thing keeping the pandemic alive is the is the visuals we have and numbers that we see we don't see anything else and you know yeah. I know, right? I know two people who have died after taking the vaccine. Wow. Okay. I know two of them. God. Right. Uh, a friend of mine sent a message into a group and I put the video up. I, I made a video out of his message. He says his wife's mother went into hospital 55 years of age. Oh my God. After taking the vaccine, she got a blood clot. It affected her body affected her kidneys her whole system shut down and she died yeah there's been quite a few blood clots but people are like oh that would have happened anyway they were at a certain age like 55 is yeah, not an age that, this is the thing i don't i don't know one person who's died from covid right yeah the, like the that the this this the the stats on are like the average age of a person to die of covid is is 83 years of age yeah you know I mean, like nobody's died from COVID. Like all these numbers have been um, uh, have had underlying conditions. Yeah, but sure, where's you know, the mass graves that they were going on about? Like, I mean, with all the things that they shut down and did everything, you'd expect that you'd be burying people every week if the thing was as nearly you know as bad. Where people were yeah. know that their immune system is a higher chance of fighting off the COVID than the actual vaccination, but people don't want to listen to it. Like you have still a lot of people who will take the vaccination. Now some people believe in the vaccinations and they're like, they'll take it. Then you've other people who don't believe in the vaccination, but they want to live their life. Um, I know a well, couple who want to get married and they want to get married abroad and they they think that they're, they're gonna have to get the vaccination to get the you know, to travel abroad. So they're willing to do it. For that reason, they absolutely well, don't want it. For anybody for anybody listening to this who's thinking about taking a vaccine, they should remember that the, the Moderna vaccine has never brought a vaccine to the market. Pfizer has like 4.7 billion worth of fines for, for false claims and medical equipment safety violations, corruption of practices and bribery. Johnson & Johnson has hundreds of thousands of lawsuits for toxic and dangerous products. 
and that AstraZeneca has been suspended by 24 countries due to severe reactions. And I have all the sources here beside me for all that I just said. I mean, who in their right mind would trust, put their whole life into these guys, into these... <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying to mind my language here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, but who, would, who would do it like? Honestly, yeah. after, you know, you, you just have to read that and go, oh, okay, hang on a minute. <laughs> this is a, this is a, this is a joke, you know? You take the vaccine, you keep your mask on, you have a social distance, you can still be a carrier of the virus. <laughs> the people getting the vaccines going away and, and they're being tested and being tested positive for corona and have to go into isolation. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? But people still believe it. I don't know what it is. Is it? They just, I suppose, and I do understand to a point, they just want to get back to normal. So they're willing to absolutely do whatever. They just want to go on their holidays. They want to live their life. Um, because it is going to get harder and harder and harder for those who won't take it. And it means yeah, it that we won't is, be able yeah. to drive. We won't be able to leave the country. We won't be able to leave our county, probably even our town. We won't be able to get food. Like, the more people who put up with it, it'll make our jobs harder because and um, the less people it is so it's easier to intimidate it. but the more people who stand up and say no we're absolutely not doing this then it makes well, the job harder you're, you're, you're 100% right uh, the Irish people are on their knees now to the government yeah. right and they won't stand up Yeah. they won't stand up they will just you know it's like okay we'll take more now we're on our knees you know and, they, and it's these people that are bringing us all down with them yeah, you know, by their acceptance, by their silence, is and their compliance, is their downfall. You know, and um, they are, you know, they they seem to like the the foot being put harder on their head all the time, and and that's what it's going to be. But you know, it's that, as I say to everyone, exactly what they kind of deserve in many ways. You know, yeah, because, but I've said this a few times, and it's a really good expression. It's easier to fool someone. So the Irish people have been fooled for so long and so yeah. much than to convince someone that they've been fooled. So you have to convince them that they've not just been fooled by this, but loads of other things. And for that, no. nobody wants to be a fool. So not just for one thing they've been fooled over, but they've been fooled over so many. So for yeah. them, yeah. they'd rather deny that they've been a fool for so long and for so much and that way yeah, it's their pride and easier we we're so prideful we are because we always have to be right about everything don't we you know yeah. <laughs> especially the Irish you know? uh, absolutely <laughs> like we're as thick as two planks at sometimes sometimes and it was the same in 1916 you know there was only a handful of people there yeah. too and, and not many people you know they were hated absolutely you know, it's only history they now they're loved after they're all dead but at yeah, the time yeah. absolutely they were hated it's going to be the same it's going to be the same for the people that are standing up for, in today it's when it's, they're going to look back you know uh, uh, many people who have been um, trampled on because they stood up for the truth and um, you know they will be vindicated you know because uh, God always, God always has a way of doing that, you know. It's the blood of the martyrs, it's the Caesar's church, you know. And the whole Christianity is being completely persecuted right now. And um, the same way it was um, in the early church, but when, by the Romans, they were persecuted. And we're, gonna, we're going through the same thing. We're not allowed to have masses completely illegal. 
you know, yeah. uh, in Ireland. The pubs are open. Uh, everything is opening up. But the masses, they will not be allowed to open back up. And this is a very, very serious matter right now because um, everybody's getting a sense of freedom. But believe me, there's no freedom. This is complete. Uh, this is a communist takeover of what's happening. And they are going after Christians like there's no tomorrow. And it's happening all over the world. Absolutely. It's just the way they're doing it here. They're Do you notice that ever so slowly. they're not touching Islam? Islam is allowed to do whatever they like. They're it's, still going to their mosques yeah, and doing whatever. Islam, you know, uh, there is an implementation of Islam. The Muslims are happy the pubs are closed. You know, uh, they're happy about a lot of things. They're, they're happy that they're able to go into what was once beautiful Catholic churches and they're allowed to go in there and sing their call to prayer to the demon Allah. You know, breaking the fourth commandments, um, just desecrating all the churches because of this, uh, making them just buildings. Well, they were already done because of the desecrations that was taking place beforehand since the Second Vatican Council. But this is all, it all roots back to the Second Vatican Council because everything that's happening is coming from the Vatican, you know. Every, yeah. Everything that's been implemented, it all has come down from there first, you know. Yeah. Uh, and that, like, that fills a prophecy of... Um, um, Our Lady of Lassalet, Our Lady of Fatima, when she told us Rome will lose the faith and become the seat of Antichrist, and that's happened. Yeah, There's really no good Antichrist in the Vatican since uh, 1958, you know, and they've been implemented the one world religion, and now it's the one world takeover. You know, they're in the final stages of it, they really are, but it, it's crumbling around them. It really is crumbling around them. They weren't expecting us to wake up so fast, they wanted us to stay sheep. And um, there's, there is a great awakening happening and, you know, people Please want God. to, you know, yeah, but I think, you know, it's God's way of bringing people back to him too because, you know, they're waking up, they're going, man, look at all this evil, 666 is everywhere now. Yeah. It really is everywhere, you know. It really everywhere is, you look, isn't it? You see 666, it's on every guard car. Absolutely, I was going to say that. Like, you know, everywhere I, mean, I start seeing it, it's getting it's freaky. charity phone, phone numbers now. Um, they're globalists and they've got 666 in it and they, you know, they're making themselves look Catholic. you got the, you know, it's everywhere. It's just like they're uh, laughing everywhere. at us, at our stupidity. If they put it yeah. in our faces, but it's it's become so normal, as you said, the guards, there's other things that I've noticed, even on banking yeah. things and stuff, 666 rings, yeah. so yeah. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, it, it really is weird, yeah. Yeah, and you know, You've got the old C and I and the on the dollar bill. You, you know, Freemasonry is running everything right now, everything. And if you if you think differently, really open your eyes, do some research on Freemasonry, see how it's implemented, see how it's like the Garda is completely run by Freemasonry, completely. It's it's uh, it's a Freemasonic uh, cult. That's what the guards are. You know, um, and they display that with their little dance shows on the roof by displaying all their symbolism, which there was plenty of videos about, you know, yeah. doing their Jerusalem dance, you know, for the Zionists. So, I mean, like, we are under a one world order. We would just make no doubt about it, you know, and um, we have to find our faith again. God is working through this to bring us back to the truth. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we're being, you know, God said he will divide the sheep from the goats, you know, and, and there's a lot of division going on. Like, 
the left are staying with the left and the right are yeah. going to the right, you know what I mean? We're just getting more, <laughs> we're getting more pushed because I suppose everybody feels, and you do feel more pushed and pushed aside. And, and oh, it's, you do, you, of course you do, because, you know, everybody's so divided. Everybody seems, you know, and nobody wants to admit that. For people. It's, yeah. It's a cult. It's, and, it's, it's a cult. And, and goes back to that, they don't want to admit they're wrong. Like, even. I was having a chat with, again, about the abortion and the late-term abortion that I had said that that will come in. And people were like, oh, no, it won't come in. And the government promised us it'll only be 12 weeks, it'll only be this. And had a whole conversation. And anyway, the person ended up Googling and said, oh, God, you're right. And then he, I was like, so sure even there was a, like, you know, there was a protection for women. No, there wasn't. And I said, yes, was it like under the eighth? And then they Googled that and said, oh, you're right. But they didn't look at it at the time. It's like, yeah. and they're going, but okay, you're right. They And they took them this long to actually see, okay, a lot of what you're saying about abortion is right. But what yeah. you're saying, obviously, about, you know, coronavirus is wrong. Like, they're beginning to kind of cop on, I think, because it's got out now that late abortions are happening. And a lot of people would have never voted or agreed on late-term abortions. But well, that's kind of seeping out. I to and deceived, you know. Um, I worked tirelessly on the safety aid campaign going all around Ireland. And we were completely up against it. We weren't getting any media coverage. We were they were pretending to cover us, but we weren't getting any coverage. Yeah. You know, the narrative was completely on uh, their side. Absolutely. They had Tony Hulahan on RTE, and they, you know, I mean, we were really up against it. They, the Irish people were 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 fooled. Yeah. They were fooled into this vote. The, you know, the Irish people didn't even know that abortion was already in Ireland. Yeah. No, they didn't. You know, I, I tell people that, that, that a woman only had to say she felt suicidal and she could have an abortion. abortion absolutely. This was it, right? And this was not. This was an attack. This was yeah. a, a genocide attack because how many like tens of thousands of, of abortions have, have been in Ireland now since since yeah. it's, since it's happened. And late term abortion. There's apparently stories of doctors coming out getting sick after it because there's late term abortion and they're not allowed. You have you have to give animal pain relief before you kill it. You cannot give these babies, who late-term babies, who will feel everything, pain relief. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's absolutely the most disgusting part yeah. of this. They're not even allowed pain relief. And, you know, it's seeping out now, and people are realised they were fooled by the abortion, but it took them this long. They wouldn't listen. At the time, I went around, like yourself, door-to-door -door explaining. Yeah. They were fused to listen. I yeah. gave them every evidence. They were not listening. They didn't oh, want I'd, to listen. I had women coming up spitting in my face, you know, uh, because of what I was trying to do, you know. Yeah. I really was just trying to save a life, trying, trying to turn the tide, but I could tell with a sense of how the media had so much control over them that yeah. they were able to make them vote for this. And I think, you know, they had so much control and and corruption going on in the doll they were pushing it through anyway they were making sure they oh, had yeah. enough votes you oh know, they, they they we, had we, the we media had the leg to stand on really you know and i think that was the one thing that really taught me about the media how strong it was because i even went into churches and the priests were almost like a little bit scared of what i'll be saying i'm like kind of going <laughs> Um, thou shall not kill isn't that a commandment why are you scared of what I'm going to say well you know a lot of people wouldn't agree with that and whatever I'm like and then I you know I was 
talking in a bit about you know people who'd been through abortions and what they went through and all this other stuff and people would walk out they didn't want this is in a church where one of our commandments is thou shall not kill and they would walk out they just refused to listen and you know and i realized if they wouldn't even listen in a church they mean you've got no chance door to door people were the same absolutely really angry angry at you for suggesting that there would be late-term abortion and that you must be some sort of religious freak and that you're pushing your religion on them you know not long before that we had um anti-pope francis over here for world family day yeah and it was only to promote gay marriage yeah that's all it was about right he goes back to his little hole in the vatican right and abortion comes into ireland and you know what he said what? Absolutely nothing. No. Nothing. We got crickets from the Vatican. Nothing. And this just goes to show. Yeah. Completely Freemasonry. They want it. They're oh, happy they do. About Absolutely. It. They're not the Catholic Church that's in there. They don't profess the Catholic faith. No. They profess the new one world order faith. I mean. And they and they in they are in every single church yeah. in the world. Every single church that we thought was Catholic, they are in there, and yeah. it's not Catholic anymore. No. I mean, I did both. I did Church of Ireland. I did a speech in Church of Ireland, and I did um, one. Well, actually, it's a a church for all all Christians together, and I did yeah. Catholic churches. And actually, the the one that for all Christian together said most people in this church would be anti-abortion. There was only one person who who went to it. It didn't. But all the Catholic churches that I went to, in that area, were pretty much pro-abortion. And even yeah, the priests. Not, you know, yeah, that's it. They're not Catholic churches. They're, they're Novus Ordo. And they call themselves Novus Ordo, which is Latin for New Order, which is a term for Freemasonic, um, you know, literature. <laughs> they, they have to call everything new, new, the New Order. You know, it's Novus yeah. Ordo Secularum. It's what they have on their, uh, their motto for, um, on the dollar bill. You know, but they call them they call themselves Novus Ordo since the Second Vatican Council since 1962. Oh. They call themselves the Novus Ordo Missae. You got New Order Mass, and they took over the churches. People don't people need to realize it. They're not Catholic churches anymore. They're yeah. divorced. It's the, it's the Church of Antichrist that's predicted in the Book of Apocalypse. It's yeah. the Horror of Babylon. It's not the Catholic Church. It's the Horror of Babylon. It's a complete. It's the the church has been eclipsed by Freemasonic. With the Freemasons, <laughs> it really you know? is, yeah. Uh, oh, it really is, you know. It's dark stuff going on there now, you know. And, but God is going to destroy it. God is going to destroy that place. Please God, you know? yeah. He really is, you know. And the sooner the better, because you know they're getting away with literally murder, you know. And they are. Well, Andy, I've taken <laughs> enough enough of your time. But thank you so much. Any other news? Anything else that you've been through, or anything else going on, or um, that will happening? Yeah, uh, I'm working really hard behind the scenes, setting up, um, I'm going to be having t-shirts for sale um, with all different kinds of slogans. I'm going to be doing it all through the summer. I've been getting myself set up the past few weeks and I'll be doing kind of, I'll be back into making memorial cards and um, patriotic cards and stuff like that. And it's all going to be up on my website pretty soon. Um, 
on andyheasy.life so um, the shop will be open pretty soon Fantastic. we'll have a lot of kind of merchandise that we're all that we're making ourselves everything is handmade it's Irish made it's going to be a small Irish business Brilliant. well done you know, Andy I'm going to get so, a few off you definitely once that's up and running let me know definitely that's will indeed, brilliant will indeed will indeed so yeah just wanted to get that out there I'll be doing a lot on uh, I'll be moving more onto Telegram Twitter Gab um, and I need to be on Instagram as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm always looking for new places where I can uh, get into because we're under such uh, censorship. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm delighted about that. All Irish made company, fantastic T-shirts, yeah. all that sort of stuff. T-shirts. All right, we're going to start advertising that. Brilliant. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, because we are in an information war. We're, we're trying to fight the propaganda. Um, we're getting a new printer machine in as well, so we'll be printing off some of the facts that I read in there. We've been working on making leaflets. We're going to be printing thousands of leaflets that we can get into homes, that when we're going out, we can get the facts with the sources of all the facts, of all the real numbers that people need to see, you know, um, and we're trying to get this out into the area to try and further wake up, and we're going to try and cover all of Ireland by the end of the summer. You know, so we've a lot of hard work behind us. We really do, and any support that we can get from people, whatever it is, you know, they can come onto me uh, website and they can make a small kind of donation, which will go towards leaflets, go towards making banners, because um, you know, we're just getting started now this year, and I like I'm full steam ahead now with this, and um, you know, and I'm not going to stop until I can get every single person in Ireland to wake up and and turn this around. Please God, we do it in time. But Andy, well done, yeah. and thank you so much for giving yeah. us your time. Thank you, Bon. God bless and you. And I'll keep an eye out. Let me know when it's up and I can start buying things, because that's exactly where I'm going to put my money. Every Christmas present, birthday present, <laughs> you're going to be getting T-shirts from you and information. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks very much, Bon. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Lockdown, no more government overreach, no more fascist bullies disturbing our peace, no more taking of our freedom and our God given rights, pretending it's for our safety when it's really to enslave. Who's running our country? Who's running our world? Examine it closely and watch it unfurl. No more lockdown, no more threats, no more Imperial College. Santa's making up crooked facts No more lockdown No more pulling the wool over our eyes No more celebrities telling us Telling us what we're supposed to feel No more status quo Put your shoulder to the wind No more lockdown
more government overreach No more fascist bullies Disturbing our peace No more taking our freedom And our God-given rights Pretending it's for our safety When it's really to enslave Who's running our country? Who's running our world? Examine it closely And watch it unfurl No more lockdown No more threats No more imperial college scientists Making up crooked facts No more lockdown No more pulling the wound over our eyes No more celebrities telling us how we're supposed to feel No more status quo Gotta put your shoulder to the wheel No more lockdown 